재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 당신은 중고차를 선택한 것이 아니다 당신이 선택한 건 최초라는 자부심이자 경기 없이 누리는 편리함이며 BMW만의 벽이 다른 책임감 당신은 BMW의 선택을 선택했다 BMW 프리미엄 셀렉션 We are on the eve of what is arguably one of Britain's most important referendums in its modern history. Voters will decide on whether the country should stay or withdraw from the European Union. It has uh, been colloquially known as the Brexit. And it's not just about the UK leaving the Eurozone in terms of what it means politically, but economically, the focus has been somewhat a source of consternation for investors all over the world. And everyone is trying to gauge the potential impacts of this, including for us here in Korea. So give us your thoughts. Text us at pound 1013 for 51 or send us Kakao Talk message for our economic focus. We're very pleased to have joining us here in the studio from Catholic University of Korea, our economics guru, Professor Yang Jun Suk. Professor Yang, good evening. Thank you for joining us. Happy to be here. I guess let's just get straight to the crux of the matter that uh, is on the minds of all of our listeners here in Korea. What would be the immediate impact of a British withdrawal from the EU on South Korea, whether it's the markets or otherwise, uh, it seems like the the lean is towards yes on the Brexit. So maybe investors have already baked that in. But uh, are we going to see a lot of volatility? Okay. Well, if the uh, Brexit does take place, uh, then. Well, it's something that's never really happened before. It's unprecedented. And Britain is uh, still the largest financial center. New York is close behind, but London is still on top. So this is going to basically mean a large uncertainty for at least a few days. And we expect a lot of volatility. Uh, I I expect a lot. The uh, Janet Yellen at the Fed expects a lot. Virtually everybody cannot really predict what's going on. So they're going to be very, very nervous. And if Brexit does take place, then uh, we expect a lot of confusion for at least the first few days. You're not a political analyst, but from what you've been being able to gather, it does feel like there is a sense that the voters are leaning towards yes, right? Uh, Well, uh, since I'm an economist, uh, you would give most opinion to where people actually have some money in the game. And the thing about Britain is that they have betting pools for everything. Yes. And... uh, well, uh, while if you look, take a look at the polls saying, are you in favor of Brexit or not, then uh, the uh, percentage is around 50 percent. Though I think for the last few days, uh, they're saying that the anti-Brexit people, the Remain, is, uh, has the uh, momentum. But if you look at the betting pools, then the betting that Brexit will not take place, that they will remain, has never gone below, say, about 64 percent. Mm. So and right now, I think it is running around 70 percent. Okay. so uh, while they may vote for Brexit on themselves, I think as country as a whole, 
they don't really expect the Brexit to take place. Interesting. Now, uh, when we talk about South Korea, you said that it, you expect volatility. Um, what are we talking about? I, I don't know if we can deem this to be exposure to this, but um, financial ties, bilateral trade, whether that's going to be affected. How much would there be as far as uh, repercussions for the South Korean uh, relationship with the UK economically speaking? Okay, well, in the uh, medium to long run, uh, it's not going to affect Korea too badly. Uh, if you look at the 2014-2015 uh, figures, uh, UK, t- uh, United Kingdom took about 1.5% of Korean ch- uh, exports and imports. Uh, so even if, say, the uh, exports to UK falls by 20% bef- uh, of what it was, it's not going to, it's going to be less than 1% of Korean exports and imports. Uh, even if you add possible effects uh, of uh, negative effects to the EU, uh, I think, again, in the medium to long term, and I'm, I mean after all the uh, initial shock of Brexit has somewhat dissipated, uh, it's not going to affect us too much. Though right now we need every percent of exports we can get, but still, it's not going to be uh, really critical on Korea. What's uh, worrying, though, is the short-term uncertainty. Uh, what we've seen in the past is that every time we have these type of uncertainty, people take their investment out of Korea, people t- uh, take the won and exchange it to U.S. dollars, the international investors. So we're going to see a large fluctuations of exchange rates. We're going to pr- we may see a large capital outflow. Uh, so at least for the first few weeks, that's what we're going to have to worry about rather than trade or uh, foreign direct investment from U.K. Now, the government has sort of echoed what you just cited there. What they're saying is that, look, when we talk about trade or some of the other issues like FDI, the impact to the local economy, I mean, the average Joe on the street like myself, South Korea, it's not going to be very dramatic. Now, I'm assuming you feel that would be the proper public stance to take. And is there a sense that they are trying to at least... uh, try to comfort or lessen the impact of the the uh, jittery investors here? I think that's true for all countries. Uh, Janet Yellen, when she was testifying to Congress yesterday and today, she did emphasize that the uh, Brexit was a big uncertainty, uh, but part of the reason why the United States did not raise the uh, interest rate uh, last week was because of concerns about Brexit. Uh, Now, I think everybody does expect a lot of uncertainty, a lot of confusion, a lot of volatility if Brexit does take place. Uh, But also, I think I think everybody's trying to sort of calm down the market, uh, saying that everybody sort of expects uh, initial confusion, but they believe that after uh, after a while, it'll settle down. Uh, In fact, uh, right after Brexit, uh, because we have that initial shock, we may see some volatility in the market. But in the real economy, nothing much is going to happen because they have two years to negotiate on the exit plans. So nothing's really going to change on the real side for two years. As long as so they can keep the initial sort of sell off or the investors going uh, bonkers, uh, I guess the first 24, 48, whatever, first week after the referendum results are in. What you're saying is then afterwards, not much is going to change, but it's just that initial sort of volatility that we have to watch out for. Right, because, well, most volatility takes place when there's uncertainty or something unexpected takes place. And right now, this is unprecedented uh, event, so people are naturally nervous about it. 
when we talk about then the foreign currency reserves and, of course, South Korea, as we've all been uh, talking about for uh, many months and years, uh, they learned their lessons after the 97 uh, IMF period, the financial crisis. Uh, they have built up a very sizable pot, so to speak. How much is that? I, I, I guess a lot. We, we normally think of it as in dollars, maybe in euros, but how much is it in terms of sterling and, and, and what kind of risks are there with that? Well, I, uh, if my memory serves correctly, we have virtually none in sterling. Okay. Uh, it's mostly in dollars, some in gold. We have some amount in sterling, not a, some amount in euros, but not really that much. So it's not going to affect it from that point of view. But typically when we have this, these type of uh, unexpected events, you have international investors fleeing for safe assets. And that usually means selling the won assets, selling the Korean won and buying U.S. assets, buying the U.S. dollar. So I expect there would be some fall in the foreign exchange rate reserves. That's typically what happens. But right now the reserves are such that unless uh, things really go haywire, which is very doubtful, uh, we'll probably have a slight reduction in reserves. But because we're maintaining uh, trade uh, surplus, current account surplus, we'll probably gain it back in a few months. Right. So we've got the 1.5% of total trade, uh, the, uh, the fact that uh, we have minuscule amounts of uh, sterling in our foreign currency reserves. Uh, no need to panic there. Again, how the uh, investors react uh, to the immediate news. And this is all, of course, assuming yeah. that the voters actually vote yes on the Brexit. That's what we'll have to keep our eye on. Professor Young is going to be joining us in part two of the program, and he will be joined by an economist from the U.K. as well, and we'll continue to get both of our experts' thoughts on this issue. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back. We'll have one more check of traffic and weather as well. Stay tuned. You're listening to Primetime.